In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Not me grounded. I'm here. I'm listening to it by default. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, wow. Sorry. I was taking an excessively overwhelmingly uh, exaggerated drink there. I apologize. I will say... I've discovered that the thing I need to make my smoked Munster and Club Crackers better is ranch dressing. What's your thoughts, JLB? I, uh, I, I, I have thoughts of you mimicking me again with the, with the drinkage, and uh, I'm not a happy camper. I was mad last week, and now I'm angry again. Uh, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I can't complain. It's Tuesday. It's fantasy booking. It's uh, that forbidden door is somewhat opened, apparently. And uh, I'm excited to see what uh, happens. Please, to God, no Royal Rumble spoilers, though, from whatever you heard. I've been trying to hide from them all day. So so I've, I've heard nothing in Royal Rumble spoilers, so you don't have to worry about any official Royal Rumble spoiler each for me. However, I, I will say I... I suspicion that the forbidden door is less open than they've making it yeah. as evidenced by the lawsuit with MLW. Yes. Um, MLW not so happy right now <laughs> with uh, WWE, which is fine. I mean, it, here's the deal is uh, it, WWE is going to fight it. In fact, they've already released a statement saying, we think that this charge is bullshit and we're going to fight it. And uh, this is where I put on my shocked face and be like, what? WWE is going to use lawyers to try to stop this? Oh, no. For sure. Um, And in the end, yes, Vince McMahon has enough money to tie it up in legal for a very, very long time. Um. With without anything actually coming forward out of it, like literally, he has enough money to just hit it with injunctions and, and appeals and and uh, delay tactics until the end of time. So it might not ever actually make it to a court. Um, that's that's the the problem that'll happen anytime it's a private company going after WWE because the private companies, uh have to contend with WWE's lawyers and and in business delay tactics are very common in lawsuits. So, um, Side note to that though if you are really trying to sell the company delay you don't tactics want to be in the middle of delay the your ability to sell your company as well. Well, they don't necessarily delay it but they do devalue it, right? Yes. A company can still come along and buy it while you're delaying but they're also going to say hey um, yeah, you're in the middle of this lawsuit. 
Um, and I don't want to have to pay a bunch of money for that uh, extra. So we're going to value that lawsuit in the value of the company. Um, would they inherit the lawsuit? They yeah. would, I guess, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, now there are certain things that could happen. You know, the, the new company could buy it and then go to the lawsuit and say, hey, you know, um, we'll settle the, out of court. And yeah, we're going to settle out of court. We're not going to admit uh, uh, viability of the, the lawsuit or or that we were uh, that we were the problem in the lawsuit. But we're also going to, uh, you know, try, try to settle it because we just don't want it hanging over our head. They could also say, you know, things like, hey, we're we're not going to say that we did this because we didn't but the people who may have done that are no longer with the company and we uh will commit to not doing that sort of stuff going on going forward and yada 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 there's a lot of things but again just the nature of there being an open major lawsuit like this against them could make disney be like hey we're gonna cut a zero off of this check uh just because of the hassle we're gonna have to deal with on this lawsuit, right? Right. Um, I still don't think it's going to be Disney. I think it's going to be Fox eventually. Uh, you know, Fox the, didn't the, want to pay for it before, but now Fox is proving the value. Well, their valuation, and then some yeah. five years older the next time he talks to Fox about a contract. Yeah. Well, the 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 thing is, I don't think Vince is waiting till the end of that contract to try to sell the company, and so. I also don't think I that I don't think Vince is the type of guy who admits when when uh, people who pissed him off by undervaluing his company are right, right? He says, "Here's how much my company is valued." They said, "No." Uh, I don't think he's ever going to admit that. I I feel like he's the sort of person who will would sell to another person or take it to their grave before they admit that the other company was right. So so I don't think it's going to be Fox. I don't necessarily think it's going to be Disney, except for uh, the the whole Disney's got a lot of money and, and wanting it for the streaming service. To be perfectly honest, if it's anything, I think it would be Peacock. I think it would be NBC. Yeah. I think, I think they would be the ones most likely to come and say we want this we want to we but but they might then say uh we want to eventually be the exclusive <coughs> holder of wwe which means at the end of your fox contract no more fox no more fox. which the interesting which, piece to that for fox even if that does happen fox now has some production um experience they have their own people involved. Um, they're also very, very good at production of football and basketball and hockey and baseball and NASCAR. In fact, the most enjoyable set of NASCAR races is the Fox set of races. Not saying that that has anything to do with Fox, but... I can't I'm, comment I'm, on that at all. Yeah, so I, I'm not a huge NASCAR fan myself either, but... It, there is something to be said for NBC's inability to put on a good NASCAR race versus Fox's. And that means that Fox can go to, I don't know, an MLW 
buy it out and say, hey, we'll have this on Tubi, we'll have this on Fox Sports Streaming, and we'll go ahead and have it on a Fox network. Oh, and we have the primetime network television to make our product immediately huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, and now they have five years in in not so good story writing. Yeah. So yeah. um, I and the thing is, I, you know, your your point is well taken. I don't know if they would go to MLW, but yeah, they impact, can choose. Yeah. Im, impact. You know, um, uh, God, I'm totally blanking on the name of the company. It has some performers. Well, yeah, but what's the name of the company? Uh, Access TV, but Anthem. Anthem, Anthem Entertainment. They bought Impact Wrestling, and they're technically losing money off of it, right? Mostly because they can't really promote it on a channel that 90% of America doesn't get. Maybe exaggerating there. 50% of America doesn't get, right? Fox come in and say, we'll take, we'll take that... Uh, you know, impact wrestling off your hands. Um, here's large chunk of money. One billion dollars. Here's a billion dollars. This is what we paid WWE for five years. We yep. just want forever. Yeah. Yep, we just want forever. But here's here's what's going to happen. Impact wrestling is now going to have prime time Tuesday night TV. If they want. Or Monday, if they want. I mean, I, I don't think Fox, a I don't think Fox is going to put it on Monday nights, if only for this. Fox has dreams of eventually getting Monday Night Football. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, and and they, can, but they and, would they would keep Fridays. Mm-hmm. But they keep Fridays. Saturdays on there. Well, but my point is, if they're if they're buying Impact, you know, and and losing WWE, they basically choose another day out of the week and say, we'll put you on this day. Uh, oh, you like you still like being Thursdays? Then we'll put you on Thursday nights. Oh, you'd prefer you you prefer? I mean, heck, I I think Fox could do it as a really big f you to WWE, you know, and say, okay, yeah, you took your game and and went elsewhere. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put it directly opposite NXT, directly opposite SmackDown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, would Impact get better ratings than SmackDown? Off the bat, probably not. Eventually, maybe. On Fox, it would have a better chance. You know? Well, I mean... I would get to... Well, technically, it's on Fight Network, but I would... uh, I don't have the Fight Network, but I I would definitely watch probably more Impact if it was on Fox, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm... I'm serious. I, I said this the other day. I'm so torn because... I'm so pissed at WWE for their for all of their cuts over the last two years, and the William Regal uh, one kind of pushed me over the edge. That like I want to just stop watching WWE together, but I also know that if a lot of people stop watching WWE, the ratings go down. WWE makes more cuts, so let them make uh, cuts, bro. That's and, a cop out answer. And and I don't I don't want them to make cuts. I don't want WWE to go away. Right. I've said this before, as bad as WWE is, they're still WWE. I want them around, right? I want more wrestling. And so so the other side of the coin is support the product so that they feel like they can start signing more wrestlers and keeping more wrestlers. 
because that's you know ultimately we can talk about wwe's been more profitable yada 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 all of this stuff got record profits because of the saudi arabia deal because of the fox deal but in the end their ratings are getting worse on all of their products including nxt and so they're making cuts because of that so you can say they they say they're budgetary cuts but in reality their ratings cuts they're like well ratings haven't been good enough so we're going to lean up to try to keep the people that we think are ratings draws and get rid of the ones that we don't think are ratings draw so we need to show them the rating draws are there uh, that being said um i'm i'm really trying to figure out how i tell my wife that i want to start watching impact wrestling every thursday night in addition to raw monday night um AEW wednesday nights and then i follow up with Tuesday nights NXT on and DVR, um, and then Friday nights I don't get to watch SmackDown because you know about that. But AEW, and so also adding in uh, Thursday nights is basically every night of the week I'm gonna watch wrestling. You don't you don't get to watch anything, baby. I don't know come, if that's gonna come. Be. Come snuggle with Baba, huh? Yeah, <laughs> watch some TV. She's like, nah, you could have PVR all wrestling. You ain't watching anything during the week now. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Here's your 10-hour Saturday. Enjoy. I'm going to go to the mall. That's well, it. Exactly. <laughs> no, she's more going to be like, <coughs> excuse me. She's more going to be like, oh, you'll have plenty of time to watch your wrestling on DVR while you sleep on the couch. That's about the point. Yep. She's got a point. <laughs> so. Mark, why do you look so tired today? I watched 10 hours. Of wrestling last night on the couch. Mm-hmm. Didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not sleeping, and this is not wrestling related, but um, I am going to do a quick wrestling related thing. Uh, the Raw and Order podcast is part of the Technoscope Podcast Network, where they talk about all sorts of really, really different stuff. Some of it's in the Dice Box Slam, things like, uh, you know, game games and stuff. But the link is directly down in the doobly-doo, so go check that out after this podcast is over. We're going to come back to talking about wrestling after I talk about the fact that the national championship football game should not be played on a Monday night. (laughs) You didn't miss uh, much. You did if you stayed up for the whole thing and saw the second half where all the action happened. In the first half, it probably put your ass to sleep. Oh, I thought you more meant like, oh, you missed Raw, but no, yeah, you no. did miss Raw, but that—that's not I, why yes, he was I angry. Raw, but I didn't miss it. Yeah, I don't uh, think uh, the national championship football game should be played on a Monday night. You play all of them on Saturdays, and for some reason, because well, we might mess up the NFL playoffs. No, you just ask the NFL if they'll go a couple hours earlier so you can cap off that Saturday night and the middle of their first playoff weekend with a national championship game. Hmm. Yeah, you can play a little bit nice. Don't play all the way nice. It's stupid. I want to sleep. I'm not going <laughs> to bed at midnight because I watched Georgia beat Alabama, which yeah. is exactly what I did last night after I fell asleep. <laughs> well, again, you didn't really miss a whole lot on Raw, so I so know. Don't worry so much about that. I, I get, I get it. I, I back. Fr- frankly, I've I've stopped caring about football national championship um about oh, what teams not in it? yeah 10 years ago when <laughs> it became clear that it'd be a long time before nebraska would ever be in 
the national championship again. Okay, and, so you're not watching the playoffs for NFL now because and I'm I'm really I I got to be honest. You, I'm, this is going to be a confession. Uh, I I did not Texans. watch a single Texans game this year. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> didn't watch a single. Okay. But, but here's the deal. I haven't watched I didn't, the Dolphins game this year. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't have a chance to watch any earlier in the season because my job and all of this stuff and everything. Um, but then I got I got to a point where may, I could watch them, and they were so shitty I didn't want to watch them. I was like. I so let's talk. So we're talking about raw. Well, yeah, no, no, that. no. But I was like, I, I could, I could spend two hours just pouring sand into my eyeballs and get about the same enjoyment out of it. This popcorn tastes about like rotted. How many teams mm. are left? I guess the playoffs just started. So oh, the playoffs eight? start this weekend. So oh, they um, just started this weekend. This last uh, week. Okay, okay. Did they? Did they? No. It was the final week of the season this last week, and playoffs start this. Then it's week. even dumber because because they they uh they moved they went to a seventeen game season this That's year. That's right. Remember? That's right. So so that so, makes so, it even stupider. Just do it. Well, no, because here's the deal: is is in 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 the the network's defense, it wasn't about a playoff game or not. It was about a game that decided whether a team made the playoffs or not. So in sure. in in their mind, it I get it. I I don't necessarily agree with it, but in their mind, this was actually a bigger game because it wasn't a it wasn't a win or go home thing. It was a if one team wins, they go to the playoffs. If the other team wins, neither of them go to the playoffs. So it's it was a win or both of you go home sort or of you situation. Could have- Georgia versus Alabama in an exhilarating I, second half. I'm I'm not necessarily away. defending it. I just see their I see their point to it. So, but in in the end, um, the NFL playoffs start this week. I think my team was mathematically eliminated like week four, and so <laughs> so there was no no use me really really watching. They finished four and thirteen. I think. Uh, let me let me double check because they might have got a fifth win out of it. But uh... I'm just here for the freaking Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg halftime show. That's all I'm here for. So I'm just waiting for the Super Bowl <laughs> and the commercials, of course. Let's see. Uh, four and thirteen. Nope they 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 didn't didn't get a win in the end there. Um, so they weren't the worst team in their league, in their division, their conference, uh, their division. The worst team was the Jacksonville Jaguars, who finished three and fourteen. Take uh, that, Tony Khan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in fairness, one of the games that the Jacksonville Jaguars lost was against the Houston Texans. So um, they just barely eked out the we're not the worst in our division thing. I I have a friend who's a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, and uh, I always feel like, oh, two of their games. They, Texans swept them this year. I always say it's okay because I usually am better than the Jaguars. So even as bad as my team gets, they're probably better than the Jaguars. Um, yeah. 
But uh, my Texans, uh, um, won their first game and then lost, lost, got skunked by the Bills, forty to nothing. The Bills, forty to nothing, to the Bills. Right. I feel like this FBI might be the random random episode that you've been wanting so long badly. Uh almost got skunked by the Colts a couple weeks later, thirty-one to three. Right. Uh the Dolphins were able to get a seventeen to nine win. That was the start of the win streak. Uh then later they get did get skunked by the Colts, thirty-one to nothing. The only teams they beat were the Jaguars twice, the Chargers. I'm going to go check if I have popcorn. And the Titans. <laughs> you got me hungry. <laughs> I'll be back the, when you talk about football. The, the, new, the good news is uh, the Houston Texans picked number three overall next year. So in the draft. Oh, good job. Yeah. All right. That's super cool. So now that he's gone, let's talk about poutine without him. Yeah, fucking poutine. <laughs> it's just, just mashed like, potatoes and put cheese and gravy on them. It's it's just like it's like loaded fries, except instead of like chili cheese or something like that, they just put gravy. I mean, I know. it's like mashed potatoes and gravy, except they add cheese mm-hmm. and. Well, most of the time, poutine is fries. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just like loaded fries, but they're not, just not, uh, not brave enough to put something real on it. They just put, they're lazy. They put gravy. So yeah, the Texans are number three in the draft. Uh, Jaguars are number one, and Detroit Lions are number two. But I guess it makes sense. We'll draft another receiver. For the fiftieth year in a row. Yeah, I thought I thought once they got rid of their general manager like five years ago or six years ago, whenever that wow. happened, uh, I thought Not maybe stopped. that would change. Uh, yeah, it's reduced, and and it did reduce a little bit, but uh, I, I can't remember how many years in a row. Mark, what was his name? He's a commentator now for college. Anyway, yeah, it was the GM. And he, I mean, he got Calvin Johnson out of it, which sort of wasn't a horrible move. But oh, he, he was really good at picking wide receivers. I'm not gonna diss his ability to pick wide receivers, but wide receivers with no quarterback to throw them to just become. That's like having really, a quarterback without a line to block for him. Oh, yep. The Texans, Texans know that. Yeah. Poor Derek Carr. David Carr, actually, but yeah. David Carr, sorry. Yeah, Der- Derek Carr didn't do a whole lot better at the Raiders for a while, but um, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna talk actual professional wrestling here. I'm not gonna talk football the entire time, even though JLB uh, it would drive JLB nuts if we just talked football the entire time. I almost want to do that. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I was I was checking something. I didn't do that on she purpose. T- take take shit away. You you get a little <laughs> bit of power and you just let it go no, to your head. No, no, no. You can change that up on the screen. I didn't know that. 
You can change what? You can change the layouts. So you can go to solo layout by clicking on their on their person up top. Mm -hmm. On the three dots. Yeah. Cool. Here, let's let's look around JLB's room real quick. One more. Waiting for him. Let's see. <laughs> Got a, what's it, it is go? this a record player back here? Off to yeah, the right? No, record, it might be a record player. Like It looks like some sort of stereo equipment. And I think Stereo's that's a DVD movie. player up on top of it. Well, and well, it looks, might be a P, that's that's PS4, bud. Is that a PS4? No, oh, no, I can't no. tell. Are these are these old school CDs? Maybe eight tracks to the side here. Yeah. On the shelf. I wish I could zoom in. <laughs> well, you can. You can zoom your whole screen. Well, no, it shrinks it back up. That's right. See. Hmm. That's just mean. Which would get pan, like like enhance grid forty two. He doesn't use sheets on his on his batches. Apparently, apparently not. Either maybe he's changing them. We'll give him the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then the remote laying there. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, if he listens to this later. Oh, here he comes. We'll put it back to normal. So anyway, how's it going, guy? You're muted. Here, let's turn your music, your audio on. Were you just looking at go. my room? Is that what you were doing? Yes. Yes, we were. <laughs> it's it's very messy. You don't have to look at the room. Do you need some sheets, bud? We'll order you some no, sheets. No, I uh no 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 no. I have sheets. <laughs> I uh, did the laundry and then I hate making You're right. the bed. I I did the laundry, I just hate making my bed and uh I put the pillowcases on. I'm just uh, awaiting to not be lazy to put on my sheet. That's all. Fair yeah. enough. No. That's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I had no, no popcorn. Right. So disappointed. No. So no. we'll send you some ranch dressing, some popcorn. We did have a little conversation about poutine earlier that you mm. missed out on. So. I haven't had a poutine in a hot minute. Putin. 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 Uh, Putin. 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 Um, no, we don't have any. No, no. I'm just wondering how long it'll take. Have them come on. Let's have another yeah, person. Let's have show. more people on. We'll invite some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my mama. I think she wants to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, fantasy booking. What's up, guys? What's happening? What are we fantasy? So, yes, this like? is our fantasy booking the episode. episode. And that's a 28 minute long intro of us talking. <laughs> Uh, Putin and uh, professional football and college football. Um, so if you manage to stay through that, we're yeah. going to get into fantasy booking. Uh, this yeah. is our fantasy booking show. Uh, the rules are usually pretty simple. We challenge the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance, mostly because we haven't thought of them yet. Um, nope. Still uh, haven't. Still waiting. We've already done all the other stuff I normally talk about, so let's just get straight to the fantasy booking section of it. I open the floor up to the others if they want to start or if they want me to start. I'll all right. Start. Okay. Are you going to go first? Uh, I don't think mine's going to be good, so I feel like I should just do it right off the bat. We're going to buy you some time to think okay. about it. Mine's going to be horrible, but okay. it's going to reference the other night's conversation. Mm-hmm. 
where JLB was trying to get out of the show, trying to get out of the show. It's also going to be relatively short. <coughs> I want each of you to pick your favorite domestic food, the food that, that your country is more known for. Smarks, unfortunately, you are going to be uh, pigeonholed into ranch dressing <laughs> and have a battle royal for the ranch dressing championship battle royal, whatever it may be. In Canada, you may have the Putin battle royal. You can make up what the stakes are. You can make up the whole thing, but it's going to be based on, it could just be a sponsorship, like randomly having pizza at the side of a match, and then they throw it out to the fans, and and Otis gets pissed off because he wanted pizza and didn't get any pizza. Almost as like, I don't want pizza yet. You know, you can have all that. So, have, you're going to have smart smarts Smarks, <laughs> you're gonna have ranch dressing. Yeah, me, you're gonna have something Canadian. I mean, Molson beer. You've got two things you got Putin and Molson beer, and Canadian bacon. It's ham, it's bacon for us. Okay, <laughs> you don't even get like Swiss cheese. Don't John all. That's 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 Swiss cheese is not Canadian. I know it's Switzerland. Yeah. And they intentionally pay mice to eat holes in it. Magic. It's not bubbles that develop in the fermenting process. Nope. Yeah, no, it's not. If they if someone tells you any different, they're lying to you. Uh-huh. Um I'm gonna so we're, we're 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 building the just the brand of it. What yeah. kind of Food it's going to be and what kind of match and who are the people or just the brand? You get the whole okay. thing. You can have the stakes. You can have the brand. You develop the match. You develop why they're having the match. Where was it? Popcorn! <laughs> Popcorn! Excellent. Uh, I wish I, I had a woman that loved me. <laughs> or a mom. <clears throat> oh, well, that got dark. That got dark real fast. <laughs> oh, Apologies. Uh, I think most of our fans know, though, that my mother passed about nine months ago. So that's still very. Oh, damn. It's not expected. The, the part that makes it dark is that my dad passed about three weeks ago. So just you just constant depression. Uh, meter yeah. Is like, yeah. This is how I cope, fuckers. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go so, cry while you guys bug this shit. So this better. That's why you turned this camera off. <laughs> so this four-man, no, this ten-man battle royale is brought to you by La Belle Provence. Okay. La, for those of you who don't know La Belle Provence, yes, it's also Quebec and whatever, but it's also a hot dog joint called La Belle Provence. And they have, uh, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, poutine, all that. Um, so yeah, it's brought Putin to you by... There? Putin's everywhere, bud. Putin's everywhere. Just uh, apparently not communicating well with your president. Vladimir is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Putin. Well, that that explains why we've had a hard time tracking him down in Russia. Is he's, he's in 
Quebec. Quebec. So you are going to have... You are going to have a 10-man battle royale where you have bulls of Putin around the ring. And you have one giant fry. You have like a fry belt, okay, on the top of the, uh, on the top of the, I don't know, thing that holds the belts. Okay, so you have to go get this giant fry. Um, not only do you have to go get the giant fry, though, you have to. No, that's not really going to work. Yeah, you just go and get the giant fry. But the ultimate goal with getting the fry is that you also have to then try and dip that fry in gravy. And the and obviously you have nine other people in the match, so it's not gonna go so good. It might take you a while because guess what? No one's gonna let you dip that fry in gravy. And the winner who dips that giant fry in one of those bowls around the ring with gravy will win a lifetime supply of putin. Huh? Huh? And then you have like the Quebec flag everywhere because it's La Belle Provence, which I don't necessarily agree with because I hate the Quebec flag. But I digress. French fries, gravy, got it. Fry, one big fry. One big fry. Not many fries, one big fry. Conveniently leaving out the cheese part. (gasps) And the wrestler's part. Oh. Book the fucking match, bro. Listen, buddy, all right? You obviously have Kevin Owens from Maryville. He's going to represent his uh he's going to represent his uh, province well. You also do have Sami Zayn, of course. Um you are also they are also since the forbidden door is open. You are also going to bring in open my ass. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. No, no. You keep that close. You are also going to book in La Resistance to be part of the match as well. PCO. Uh, was PCO actually part of La Resistance? No. He, no. I think he was just, just suggesting. Just saying PCO. Uh, I feel you like got I'm an open PCO. door here. Edge Christian Fuck. No, no, you're more specifically going just after people from Quebec. Oh, okay. So it's really La Belle Provence. So you have La Resistance to people, Rene Dupree, and I forgot the other guy's name, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Pierre Carroulet. Um Forbidden Door is open, so you know you're bringing back 2.0 with the name 2.0. None of this revival or what? not revival, what were they called? rising or something they were called like the rising on nxt or something um um and i don't know is there any more quebecers in wwe or anywhere else oh then of course the smash brothers super smash brothers Brothers. uh since the forbidden door is open why the heck not wasn't your boy Uh, rg city originally from quebec who RJ City? Didn't you say that at one point? 
I don't think so, but I'll check here. I thought he, I thought JLB had told us that. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, well, it's okay, whore. <laughs> um, and uh, I have, I would have uh, the one you would least expect to win. PCO, huh? No. Um, not, uh, not silver. Uh, not, Alex uh, Reynolds. Not, not Alex Reynolds. Uh, the guy with the mask. Uno. The big guy. A uh, player Uno. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said I don't know. Player Uno. <laughs> player Uno. Not evil Uno. Player. Evil Uno. Uno. Sorry. Evil Uno. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because no one would expect him, and the guy is. I don't know. I feel like he's not really doing much in uh, AE dubs, but. He's pretty decent. I've seen him in IWS a few times here. So I don't know what. Why do they call them the Smash Brothers? No, um, no, they couldn't because uh, Nintendo owns the trademarks to that. So that's why they call them the Dark Order. Uh, Okay, okay. They were able to get away with calling themselves Super Smash Brothers when they were on the Indies, and no, no one cared, right? Right, but then they uh, went to a promotion that people actually care about, and uh, Nintendo. Yeah, but they like, legit mm-hmm. tried, and Nintendo said no bueno. Um, I I think they tried to file a trademark for it because AEW doesn't like to use anything that they don't have a trademark that isn't trademarked because they like to be able to market it, right? Right. Um, from what I understand with AEW, the the uh, wrestlers typically own the trademarks. Um, not AEW, but there still has to be a trademark for marketing purposes. And I guess uh, if you're going for shirts and whatever, yeah, Nintendo mm -hmm. would definitely butt in. That makes sense. And AEW went, um, can we get this? And they were told, no, you cannot. (laughs) Okay. You are no longer Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Well, a lot of that might stem, I mean... Nintendo has to deal with the fact that they can't really own the name Mario or Luigi. Yeah, but Super Smash Brothers was they can't the, in the video game market. Mm-hmm. Sure, Smarks was going to go, but they can't own it in general. Yeah, yeah, but they also sell shirts and all that too, right? So mm-hmm. they can own the likeness of it. Mario, but they can't own the the name Mario, um, except for. In video games, but Super Smash Brothers, they can because it's yes. a phrase they created that didn't prior yes. exist. So, well, and uh, just just to clarify, uh, 2.0 was called Ever Rise in NXT. Ever Rise, that's, that's it. it the yeah. Rise. I knew it was something stupid. Well, equally as stupid as not knowing the name that you're trying to make fun of. I said the Rise. All right, Good job. Awesome. Proud of you. I'm next. Big Fry on a pole. All right. Next. Whatever, bro. 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 Told you it'd be a horrible booking. All the yeah. fans have left. They come back in five minutes. Smarks will be done with his ranch. Yeah, story. it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty <laughs> bad too. Um, so I'm inspired for the ranch thing by the uh Mimosa Mayhem match. Um Except uh, we're going to expand it. Instead of just a pool of mimosa, in this case ranch, uh, or two pools. 
Are you are you you're using the match that you created a little while ago? That's what he's doing. I don't remember creating another match, but I'm using <laughs> this as a as a. I literally don't, but my memory's shit. So didn't you um, create a Mimosa Mayhem match, or was there really a Mimosa Mayhem match? No, there was there a really, Mimosa there really Mayhem. There really was. Oh, Mimosa Jericho Mayhem was the Jericho. Oh, Orange that's right. I do remember that now. Yeah. Okay, where uh, they had the because it was inspired by orange juice and champagne because he was uh, pitching his crappy champagne at the time. I say crappy. I I have never tried it and probably never will because I don't drink. Uh, but I I can't expect a good vineyard. Wrestling bubbly was was responsible for the bubbly. Would Would you try it if you went on the Jericho cruise? Um. No, because I don't want to die at sea. And Guys, me, when this pandemic is over, we're definitely going on the Jericho cruise, though. And me plus alcohol is not good. So, um, you have to drink alcohol. I'm not saying you have to drink the whole thing. I'm saying sip it. I, I'm telling you, I it takes very, very little to bring out darkness in me. So, um, Jesus, a no. sip is going to bring out darkness in you. Calm down. It might. It might. I I'm I'm telling you that I I literally had friends who would come to my house and lock my drawers with knives in them after I would have one glass of wine because they oh, were worried Jesus. I was going to commit suicide. Oh Jesus. Okay. That that's what I say is I I had to learn alcohol was not for me because you've got happy drunks, you've got funny drunks, you've got sad drunks, you've got angry drunks. I'm the depressed as fuck. Not even drunk, one glass, you know. So, um, so pro- probably not. Um, that being said, right now I, I think in in the middle of a pandemic uh, with cases on the rise again, now is not the time to be really thinking much about cruises. Um, it's like when it's over, though. Flo- floating plague factory Absolutely. is what they are. Anyways, um, but no. So, anyways. Uh, this is going to be based off the idea for the Mimosa Mayhem match, but it is not going to be Mimosa Mayhem. It's going to be the Hidden Valley Ranch Bowl. Yes! Um, and instead In of... At the Ranch Bowl! Uh, but instead of two... Because I think there were two uh, pools of Mimosa, we're, we're going to create a special moat of ranch around the ring. So it's on all four sides except a drawbridge to get into the ring. Um, and the combatants in it are g- g- the the um, the match is going to come apart uh, based on a feud between uh, some New York based wrestlers and some not New York based wrestlers as to whether Ranch belongs on pizza. Um, the New York wrestlers are going to be like, Ranch doesn't belong on pizza. Ranch and doesn't the other belong ones, on pizza, though. And the other up. ones are going to be like, Ranch is delicious with pizza. So because of that, I'm I'm really thinking that this has to be an AEW match. And Eddie Kingston has to be one of the New York-based wrestlers. Um, I'm just trying to decide whether I want it to be be a four-man match or a one-on-one match. 
I think a oh four man match. Eddie Kingston could literally sell this argument. And Eddie you. Kingston versus CM Punk would be pretty badass. Chicago pizza versus New York pizza. I'm pretty uh, sure. Chicago style is one of the <coughs> styles that actually has the ability to say, don't put fucking ranch on this, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you know, I mean, I could go into. Uh, John Stewart had a big rant at one point about Chicago style pizza. And he said, it's not even the worst pizza. It's not even pizza. It's a fucking casserole. <laughs> With the spaghetti sauce on top. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> it's legit. It's a cheese casserole. You can't really argue with that, right? So so uh so let's see. I'm thinking. Eddie Kingston. Versus. Eddie Kingston. I can't do him. I think use somebody from like Minnesota, somebody from the Midwest who, who is going to definitely be passionate about ranch being on pizza. Where's uh, ranch from? Um, Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm not entirely sure offhand. Give me one second. Let's see if I can find a. But they're not Omaha? No. 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 Because you have the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, so I don't know if that was a... No. Uh, the Ranch Bowl is Valley. not named after the condiment. Uh, it's it's uh, actually it named after the fact... Alley. Well, it was a bowling alley, but it also... It, it was a double entendre because Omaha used to be um, one of the uh, major places on cattle drives where cattle would be brought from Kansas City area up to Omaha to then be shipped out on the the trains across the country. And so there were a lot of ranchers that came to Omaha at the stockyards. So it was a double entendre in that respect. Oh, um, nice. Let's see. Let's see. Where was the Valley Ranch dressing originally made? Up in California. Um, it is some pretty amazing. My bet is California. California. Yeah. I'm. I'm literally um, a little shocked to say this. Uh, New York, New York City. No, nope, nope, not not nearly that shocked. Uh, it was made originally in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh wow! But I mean, <clears throat> its creator. All you can eat is is. Elk. Its creator made it uh, to flavor stuff up there uh, based his history growing up in Thayer, Nebraska. Really? What? Mm-hmm. And I did ding, not actually ding, know ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. The um, founder of ranch dressing. News to Nebraskans. The founder of ranch dressing grew up in Thayer, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Which is a very small town in Thayer County. Oh yeah, but it is not yeah. the county seat of Thayer County. Yeah, when he says very small town, uh, in the 2010 census, which is the last one that uh, is out, I'm going to say double digits. Um, wow! I, indeed, it is double digits. It is 62. 62 people. 62 Damn. people, and actually, is it like a street long. He, Jesus. 
here's here's the twist of things. It's not in Thayer County. Oh, it's not. Nope, it's in York County. Just north of Thayer County. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska wow. loves to do that sort of shit. Kearney and Kearney County. Yeah. Kearney is not in Kearney County. It's in Buffalo County. <laughs> Lincoln, not in Lincoln County. It's in Lancaster. It's in Lancaster County. Thayer, apparently, not in Thayer County. It's in York County. It's kind of like Kansas City. Now, now here's where there is a little bit of a twist, right? Um, because it was invented in Anchorage, Alaska. But it got its start in Santa Barbara County, California. <laughs> As it always goes back to. Damn. Uh, Somebody I, in California tasted that and went, fuck yeah. No, he, he retired from his plumbing business at age 35. Um, well, and, plumbing in Alaska seems like it would be a relatively lucrative position. Yeah. And uh, when he retired, he moved with his wife to Santa Barbara County, California. And uh, he was looking for something to do to occupy the time. And he purchased the Sweetwater Ranch in San Marcos Pass, California um, in 1956 and renamed it the Hidden Valley Ranch. And creating the menu for the kitchen, he decided to add his salad dressing he'd created in Alaska. Do you guys have a place called like the Hidden Valley or something? No, this is no. what he named it. <clears throat> he just I'm... named it the Hidden Valley Ranch because it was a hidden valley. Oh, so. I hate when those names aren't that creative. Like, interesting that the original is still the best. But few people would argue that. On uh, 25 words or less, there was a, a, a word for Hidden Valley. Well, the word was Hidden Valley. Uh, no, the word was ranch. And the person goes, Hidden Valley. Everyone's like, ranch. I'm like, I know this now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyways, the moat of ranch. Now that we got off that tangent. For now. Um, Pretty creative. The moat of ranch. Eddie Kingston. <coughs> I'm, I'm still trying to decide who the other... New York, because I'm going to do a four-man. Okay. Who else is from New York? Do-do-do. Let's see. Is Ruby Soho from New York? No. She's from Detroit, if I remember right. Mm. We'll look that up later. Don't look it up, Smarks. I'll look it up. You're yeah, on you screen. can look it up. I'm, 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 I'm still looking for New York raised wrestlers. Um, here we go. <clears throat> this will be a good one because they're talking about the Arthur Ashe shows in Queens and how it was important for the New York raised wrestlers. So. Da, da, da. Oh, of Santana and Ortiz are uh, both from New York as well. So that's an important one. Um, Born in Edwardsville, Michigan. Ah. Currently resides in Montreal, Canada. No, she doesn't. Stop it. You You have the same access to Wikipedia I do. And I don't feel like Wikipedia is going to be spoofed with, uh, 
I feel like you edited it. Ruby Soho. I can tell you that Wikipedia is currently at least slightly wrong on that uh, because Ruby Soho uh, has recently commented how she now lives on the same ranch that uh, Sarah Logan and the former. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that was in California. I thought it was in, in Canada. I thought it was down south. South, it is. I think it's in Georgia. So you, yeah, she's probably staying there while she's working with AEW. Uh, no, she she talked about this. Uh, they actually, I I don't know if they built her a, uh, a a place there or if there was already another building on there. But she's living there full time. Um, she's the godmother of their baby. Yes, she is. So so she's uh she's her her dogs are there with her and everything. She's she's full time living there. Anyways. Um, so, God, it's fucked up how it does say that on Google, though. <laughs> well, but it's just updated because I didn't know until recently. So, okay, I've got it. We're, we're, we're switching this up. It is now going to be a, a six man match. Um, because I found, I found another wrestler from New York that I kick myself that I didn't think of just right off the bat. Um, and so we are going to have uh, Eddie Kingston. We're going to have Santana. Ortiz is going to be at ringside or um, outside the the moat for support, but not going to be in the, the match. And MJF representing New York. Because I really think MJF can could really pull off the ranch. The promos. Yeah. <laughs> But that's an MJF uh, arguing ranch doesn't belong on pizza. But MJF also is just an asshole that he could uh, actually get away with doing a double cross at the end if need be. I'd agree with that. So, um, in terms of. wrestlers on the pro ranch side i feel like i think you could use a rancher or say a cowboy a there's a thought on that um but i'm actually thinking i just wish they Wish Wikipedia gave build from on these. Um, see, I think Cincinnati technically counts as Midwest. Um, sure. And so, uh, well, there's a Moxley from Cincinnati, and that could play directly into the Eddie Kingston, uh, or where they could be like, well, that's why their friendship breaks up. <laughs> yeah, uh, breaks up there. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking I want to pick some people that are not overused. 
Brian Pillman Jr. He's from Cincinnati as He's well. He's from Cincinnati, and I thought about that. Um, but um, I want to check some other potential options before I go with him. Um, eh. Didn't know Beretta was from New York State. Not from New York City, though. New York City. Because um, half half the fun on this is making sure that the on the sides of uh, there's at least question as to can they get along, right? Sure. Um, is ranch enough to keep them, or the hatred of ranch enough to make them be willing to work together? That's interesting. You click the Wikipedia page for Alan Angels and it just takes you to the listing of the Dark Order. <laughs> so Moxley... Literally hailing from parts unknown. Yeah. That's why I can't use uh, Orange Cassidy because he's from wherever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically I, I could, think, but I also I think don't think stoner gimmick as well, pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but I got you know I could say he's he's on the side of ranch because whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Brian Pillman's gonna have to be one of them. Um, I'm just, geez, I'm not seeing a whole lot of. <clears throat> oh, it's got to be a good Midwesterner in there. I mean, if we include Chicago, then I've got Colt Cabana and, and CM Punk. Um, but other than, I mean, I'm halfway down the list. I'm not find, finding a whole lot of people from New York State. And then a bunch from California, and I'm trying to avoid California because, and fuck California. Wow. I'm I'm a little bitter because at my current job, I have to deal with a lot of California right now, and it's a whole lot of shit. Uh, Palm Springs, California. That rules out Kazarian. Yes, any member that has been part of SCU. Yeah, I just thought. I just thought maybe he was a transplant. You know, who was like originally from someplace else, but but moved to SCU and decided it was so much better. Uh, um. Oh, New Jersey. That's that New comes. Jersey. Was that 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 was your 
That was your Jersey accent? That yeah. was my Jersey accent. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. just checking. <laughs> it, I mean, in, impressive. Yeah. Did you know Kyle O'Reilly from British Columbia? Oh, I did not know that. Nice. Now you do. Kyle O'Reilly, nice. He you seems very... He seems very silent and reserved. He's definitely is he? He's like from from or he resides there, from from born in. Oh, yeah, seems like a fellow Canadian. You know who else is from 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 British Columbia? Hmm. Do do tell our our world famous world champion Indian of Indian descent. One gender Mahal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did not know that either. Huh. Yeah. Um Maybe if so I saw I'm, him on TV, I would hear it every once in a while. I'm gonna include a Texan on the list. I think that's a good move. I think that fits well enough. Lance Archer. So Mox Pillman, Lance Archer versus uh MJF Antana. And uh, Eddie Kingston in the Ranch Bowl. <clears throat> Maybe at the Ranch Bowl. But it'll be Ranch. And then um, it's going to... I think we have to have a twist on, on the rules. It's going to be an elation match, right? So one winner in the end. But you can be eliminated... If you're on side, ranch doesn't belong on pizza, you can be eliminated by going into the ranch, uh, but not by being pinned or submission. But if you are on side, ranch does belong on pizza, then going in the ranch doesn't eliminate you, but pins or submission do. <laughs> That's interesting. Nice. Okay. I feel like people would forget this though while watching the match. Oh no, because that gives you plenty of room to to remind them. Of. Like you can immediately, not immediately, but like the first ranch elimination can be Santana, and he can be eliminated because uh, uh, Brian Pillman literally spears him into the ranch, and then Brian Pillman gets out and wipes as much ranch off as he can and gets back into the ring because and the, the announcers will be like, well, just to remind you, Brian Pillman not eliminated by being in the ranch because he is on side. Ranch belongs on pizza. Um, <laughs> nice. And then, of course, repeat. You're getting through pretty the good at these. I have to admit, you're getting really pretty is. good. When I throw you these fucking stupid curveballs. They take a little long, but other than that, you're getting pretty good at them. But. Well, they take a little bit of thinking to do, but <laughs> but unfortunately, my brain brain is good thinking sometimes. <laughs> but um, in the end, of course, me being from the Midwest, Team Ranch Belongs on Pizza is going to win. Um, The question is, how do I want? I think I think we are gonna have an MJF turn, not because he necessarily believes ranch belongs on pizza, but more because he hates 
Eddie Kingston and Santana so much that I think he's going to be He's going to be the one who eliminates Eddie Kingston by knocking him into the ranch. Leaving it being MJF versus the remaining, at the time, let's say two ranch belongs on pizza. Moxley and Archer. Lance Archer, yeah. And then Lance Archer, uh, maybe MJF is able to sneak out a pin on Lance Archer by knocking Moxley into the ranch. Um, but then Moxley uh, is able to come in and uh, MJF tries to pin him, but he can't because he's covered in ranch and he just squiggles out and then throws MJF into the ranch. Ranch belongs on pizza wins. <laughs> what? Come at me. I agree with you. I'm on Get your in side. in the comments. Especially if it's Little Caesars pizza. <clears throat> well, I mean, you need it on Little Caesars You pizza. need it on this yes. pizza. <laughs> yes. Legit. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, I'm going to bring my cam back up. There we go. Uh, JLB, you're free to come back in whenever you want. There you are. Oh, whoa. Hey. Last time I looked at you from this angle. <laughs> There was some ranch involved. It was in my beer. <laughs> Do I have popcorn? No, I don't have popcorn on my beer. No, it's no. too dark to tell. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So mine is not going to be fun, and I'll go back to my room. So there's better light. My apologies. Are, are, are you going to turn on your your mic there, bud? Yep. I'm back on. Sorry. <laughs> really quickly, I just have to say, um, before JLB does does his challenge, uh, for us. Um, that I am enjoying not being the only one controlling the the cameras right now because I don't have to think so much about camera one, camera two, all of this stuff. Someone else can do it for me. Yeah. Well, I think once you're once you're the one who throws the challenge out, you can throw people on there and pull them off. And mm-hmm. so long as so long as uh, we don't turn off our cameras without giving somebody some warning, I think we're good to go. That's. Um, okay, guys. So I'm debating between, all right, I'll I'll do this one. So we saw, we saw almost a superhero turn heel. Mm -hmm. We saw almost a superhero turn heel. And then we saw Alexa Bliss in a therapy session still as Fiend Bliss. So we originally thought, okay, Alexa Bliss, or I at least originally, Alexa Bliss was maybe going to be in that segment where there were Rhea Ripley and uh, Nikki were fighting. Alexa Bliss come out would have been the perfect timing to do so. Um, so I ideally think that now WWE is going to mess it up and potentially might keep Alexa Bliss as Fiend Bliss. But the booking is in your hands. What would you do with Alexa Bliss after this week's Raw? So now it's in your hands. That therapy session happened. She went a little cray-cray. But now Vince is like, guys, I'm not doing it anymore. Officer Smarks, DA Fabe, what would you do? How would you fix this? Or am I going into the right direction? 
Um, I. You want to go first? Yeah. Well, I'll give my opinion first. I don't know if I've got a, a thing. I I honestly don't know how you fix it because I think they messed up with keeping. This was your your out to to bring Alexa back as the Alexa that we care about. Um. And and I don't think these therapy sessions. I don't think they ever were going to lead to her becoming a good uh, uh, becoming the old Alexa again. I think it's just um, fiend Alexa minus powers now. Um, and I like I said, I don't know how you how you fix it. Um, what you need to do if you're going to do this in any way, shape, or form is, um, and, and keep going this way, is you need to immediately bring Alexa into the Nikki Cross storyline. Like you said, that this was their chance if they wanted to, um, is have either, either her Stop come out it. of... I swear to God. You got serious background noise, dude. Do I? Yeah, you did. Now you don't. But... You have you have Alexa come out and um, befriend Nikki again. Now that Nikki's embraced the dark side, um, you start giving Nikki a different look to her outfit, make it a little darker because she can't be a heel superhero with pretty pink butterflies on her outfit. Doesn't work. The um, fuck she can't. That would be awesome. Well, they're going to, but this is what <laughs> I'm trying to book it so they don't. Okay. Um. But uh. Uh. So so now you have Alexa guiding her, much like the Emperor guided Darth Vader from behind the scenes. Ooh, like the comparison. Yes. Do it. Kill him. <clears throat> that made my throat itch. <laughs> um, and so, you know, if you're going to keep her dark, Alexa, the best thing you do is you make her the puppet master behind the scenes that's talking in her ear and saying things like, yeah, you didn't need her anyways. You could win the tag belts alone. Oh, okay. You don't need Rhea. And then she goes out, and then Rhea comes out to ringside during the tag match. That's a, really a handicap match. And then Alexa somehow or another manipulates it into looking like Rhea cost her. Things like that. Um, eventually leading to a team-up on screen with Alexa and Nikki Cross. The only thing I can say for certain you do not do is no fucking talk show. No moment of bliss. Right. Ever again. See, I'm... Especially with the Edges show and freaking Miz's show. Yep. I'm I'm so I'm so angry about it that I'm shaking my whole desk and making my whole That mad. That mad. I fucking hate chat shows. Um, I, 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 I don't care who's hosting it, whether it's Miz hosting it or Edge hosting it or fucking 
Alexa Bliss. I'm done with them. It's one of the few things I can say AEW has done far superior to WWE <laughs> in every respect is. Well, they haven't done one, right? They haven't. Yeah. That's my point. You don't okay. do them at all. We don't need to see them. They rarely do uh, contract signings. <clears throat> Only occasionally have they done that. And they've now officially done one DQ. One actual DQ that ended yeah. a match. Yeah, that was kind of cool with uh, yeah. CM Punk coming yeah. in. Yep, it, it made lose. the DQ matter. Right. Yep. Um, it also made DQs seem real that they're oh they're going to actually DQ someone if they blatantly see you interfere in a match. So they they do use it now occasionally, but the biggest thing is <laughs> it affected the match. Anyways, but we're not talking about that. This is WBU. Um, so I think eventually. Uh, though you you have to have a redemption story for Nikki as the hero, and you have to have Alexa be the true villain, and so I think Alexa uses Nikki to manipulate a uh, a championship match for Nikki. And then Alexa finds a way to manipulate it so that Nikki can't do it, and Alexa takes her spot, and then wins the Raw Championship, Raw Women's Championship. Um, you know, in a betrayal of some sort, but that betrayal leading to Alexa becoming champion uh, at the expense of Nikki, which then sets up a feud with Nikki, where Nikki can be like, "You used me." To get the championship. And Lexi can be like, fuck yeah, I did. What you gonna do yeah. about it? You think you can stop me? And this is not Fiend Alexa, though. This, this is, is Fiend Alexa. Alexa. This is Fiend okay. Alexa. They're okay. stuck with Fiend Alexa. And in this scenario, they've done it, they keep it. But that's fine because Fiend Alexa can can be like be like, You you knew I was a snake the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just hiding in the grass, you know. Yeah. The, the 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 tale of the scorpion and the frog. You knew I was a scorpion the whole time. Yeah, that's I don't know what I would do. I I don't Fair think enough. that necessarily fixes it in the thing, but the rules you gave us were we're stuck at this point that's where it. they've already had this. So you continue to have the therapy sessions with Alexa. To maybe sell to Nikki that she's trying to get better, right? But in the but end, Nikki's a heel. Why would Nikki care that she's? Nikki trying to still get thinks she's a superhero. That was the whole thing oh, when she's okay. walking up the ramp. She's like, superheroes don't need friends. Uh, okay. So she's still. That's the whole point with Nikki right now. She's a heel, but she still thinks she's the good guy. Which I would point out that realistically speaking, in necessarily in comics but realistically speaking almost every bad guy in the world think they're the good guys <clears throat> right right in um, real life yeah that's what i'm saying in real yeah. life that's the way it is i mean in i hate saying this but if, if you if you ordered out the the worst people you can think of in history you're gonna put hitler in the top five pretty easily and 
Hitler thought he was the good guy. He thought he was doing the right thing. In the most fucked up way possible, but he did. One hundred percent thought you know, all of the all of the worst people in the real world think they're the good and, and it's even smaller, right? Mass shooters. Almost every mass shooter in America think thinks they're the they're good doing, guys. Doing, think they're doing, doing vigilante justice. Yes. That they're they the may oppressed. think they're vigilantes, but they think they're they're providing some type of justice. Mm-hmm. They're they're the oppressed minority of some sort, and this is this is justified, right? Correct. Um, and and uh, you know even outside of that, um, you you look at like horrible horrible people like like Pharma Bro, uh, Martin Scarelli, whatever his name is, who who jacked up the price of pharmaceuticals, uh. To record highs, um, but in his mind, he was the good guy because he was providing value to his company, which was increasing the profits of his company, which increased the value to shareholders of his company, which made a lot of money for a lot of people. So in his mind, he was the good guy because, yeah, I'm doing this thing, but I'm helping so many people by doing it, right? And those people are still getting their medications. Yeah, they're still getting it. It's <laughs> it, the money's coming from the insurance companies. You know, the evil oh, insurance yeah. companies who who they are, would play into that for sure. Yeah. So you know, it's not it, it's not me. I'm not ripping off people. I'm ripping off the insurance companies by way of people. Yeah. So still on JLB's. Um, JLB's challenge it is how do you fix Alexa? I'm going to do my version of it. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. And, oh. And I'm going <laughs> to just go ahead and do that. Um, and so I, I think the way that I go about this is similar but not the same. Um, the fact that we've started with therapy sessions does help a little bit. I think that Alexa um, discovers through her therapy that she had more power oh. before. That that power doesn't always have to be um, supernatural, but sometimes power can be in in the way you handle situations, and that's that's how she would would corner it by saying the way you handle a situation. And so then she slowly but surely moves back to manipulative bitch, Alexa, um, by realizing that her best power, that she was able to have a, a five, in fact, world titles um, by using power in different ways. And she wasted her power by giving it up to... The fiend. I think. I think at some point you have to address the fiend concept because it was passed from one person to another. I think you have to address that and uh, and and have her banish the fiend in some way, shape, or form by by through the therapy. And that could be very well the therapist taking on the fiend character and and disappearing. That that would be fine. Uh, but Alexa realizing she has more power in other ways of doing it. Um, is anybody else getting a flicker on my screen? Because yeah, I saw it's been happening, happening this episode and last episode. 
So I don't know what's causing it, but I don't I don't wonder if it's not my ring light doing that. Um, anyway, sorry, moving forward. I may just have to try a different uh USB port for my ring light at some point. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it's kind of freaky that we're talking fiend and it happens. That's, That's a little creeped uh, out by it right now. Creeped out. Right anyway, seance as we speak. <laughs> no, no, that's terrifying. <laughs> I, I don't know. Frankly, I think the glee thing is kind of cool looking. If you could control it, it'd be really super cool. <laughs> so um, she gets she gets back her true power, her her root power, and rolls into a manipulative role um, with Nikki Ash with somebody. I, um, we've seen her see somebody in flickers. Um, and we see her maybe use, uh, we don't have Nia Jax anymore, but, uh, you know, any number of people, um, Sheena Baser would be a good move. Um, Zelina Vegas be a really good move because she's the queen right now. So you can have her kind of play along that role. Uh, and, and again, manipulate her way into a title shot and win the title through that same manipulation. Um, I think it would be. I think, unfortunately, that WWE would go with what they know from that, and and unfortunately, I think they would use Dewdrop for that. I think that's a horrible decision, um, mostly because it regulates Dewdrop to being um, don't injure people, Nia Jax, um, and uh, that's not that's not the right role for Dewdrop. She's much 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 more talented than that. Um, but unfortunately, if if they did follow that path, I think Dewdrop would be the first target, and Dewdrop would then have been manipulated by two uh, women, and I think that'd be a horrible decision. So, um, I think the next move would be to manipulate um, through her real power, not her not her fiend power, but her real power, uh, cheerleader, manipulative bitch Alexa, um, Shayna Baszler, or. Like I said, I think Vega would be a really good move because she's the queen right now. So Vega could take the fall and and you know I'm the queen. I get a title shot anytime I choose, and or I can name any title I want or whatever it may be. Um, I think there's a move to be made there um, through through Alexa basically becoming coffee shop Alexa and and. Yes, vignettes, no TV, no show, no live show, but vignettes of that sort. Uh, you can even do the show on the internet, but not not a, a real show. Not a show in the middle of a show. Not not Inception Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's how I would go about it. Um, so similar path, not the same. Um, mine is having to revert back via the 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 therapy sessions. Do we know who that therapist is, by the way? I didn't recognize him. No. Hand. No. Okay. It'd be fantastic if, it, if it's the person who does their their little internet tidbits. That gal that did it, but it's not. So. It's not. Well, they 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 had previously, like years ago, had a therapist that showed up occasionally it definitely wasn't that guy um i can't remember doctor what's his name i can't remember what it was. oh that's a great I, like name said, for a wrestler doctor what's doctor his what's his name oh my gosh 
So, anyways, so anyway, are, are you done with your? Yeah, I'm done with my challenge. Okay, I just wasn't sure if you were done or if you still had more to talk. So, so your turn to challenge, bud. My turn to challenge. Okay, I am sending both of you in the private chat a link. Um. Ooh. Go over to the private chat so, to do this. So go to the private chat and open that link because it, it'll help you out in this. Um, so in the real life, in real thing, we know AW is now three years old. In fact, just the other day was the three-year anniversary of their official announcement thing, right? Um, we uh, suspect, expect... Um, that most of AEW's original contracts were probably three-year contracts, right? Tony Khan has gone on record saying that he prefers not to cut wrestlers, um, but he he prefers to instead just not re-sign them after their contract is up. Um, We saw this, actually, with Big Swole. Yeah, apparently that's what happened with Big Swole. Um, So there's expectation that in the not too distant future there will be some people who are not re-signed to a new contract right um so the link i sent you is a list of the AEW roster from 2019 um men and women that are currently on it now you will notice that this includes some people who have not been have, have already left the company for reasons right um but this list is is from 2019 and uh it features most of those i want your we'll we'll use lucky number seven Seven wrestlers off of that list that do not get new contracts. Oh, wow. Um, seven each. Seven each, yes. Um, Separate for me. Or they, they can double up, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, you can be, some of them can be the same on either side, but okay. I want your seven wrestlers. Who the hell is T-Hawk? Uh, T-Hawk, L. Lindemann, and Seema were... Uh, and uh, I think Takahiro Yamamura, they were, um, what were, what were the, was it called? Strongheart, uh, the, the Chinese wrestling group that, oh, that yes. AEW. Okay. Um, and so those are ones that I'm not entirely sure are still officially signed. Um, I think, I think during the pandemic, uh, AEW uh, released them. Because they couldn't travel. That you makes know. sense. I mean, it's pretty simple on that. I mean, in the same respect, if you go down to the women's roster, Sadie Gibbs got released for basically the same reason. She couldn't travel. B. Priestley got released for basically the same reason. Because she was stuck overseas and couldn't travel. Um, oddly enough, Yuka Sakazaki uh, couldn't travel. She was released and then brought back. So, um, but that's why I think, I think seven, because here's the deal in the end, there will be some people released. If, if this happens, there will likely be some people released that surprise us. Right. Uh, 
you know, that, that we think, oh, you, you definitely would keep him around. And we've talked about this during the uh, WWE releases, that eventually there will be some people go the other way, not from WWE to AEW, but from AEW to WWE. So, um, so that's it. I want your seven wrestles from this list that do not get new contracts. All right. I'll go first. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to bring him up here. And I'm going to say Takahiro Yamamura, Sima, T-Hawk, El Lindemann. There's four. Uh, I, I Like I said, not... I suspect those, those were already gone. So that's oh, four yeah. that have already been gone. So, so, so we don't we don't get to use the ones. We don't get to gone. use the ones that are already gone. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, that I, I, I only had to come up with like one here. Man. In, in, in relationship, it also means Kylie Ray, uh, B. Priestley, and yeah. Sadie Gibbs, and the women are also not, and Aja Kong's not. not Aja Kong. Um, okay. Um, um, can we can we remove them from a wrestling role? If they're in the other personal down below, um, yeah, because the way AEW does it, they've got wrestling contracts and other contracts. So in that case, their wrestling contract would not be renewed, uh, but they would be offered a renewed contract in whatever their other role was. All right. So first person I'm going to remove from an in-ring role. Um, I I believe that they're prepared to. Remove Billy Gunn from an in-ring role. They're not. I'm lying. They're not going to do that. Damn it! I wanted to take Billy. Gunn I could go. Randy Rhodes off. You want to go? Randy Rhodes. I could go because. So I mean, in terms of surprise, I do think surprise. Oh, not a surprise. I uh, I am thinking Joey Janela. Unfortunately, they haven't used them in quite a while. Uh, he's been, I don't think they just know what to do with him and they have, or Tony Khan hasn't known what to do with him really in quite some time. He's had, had some issues. He hasn't been used since like the sunny kiss tag team. And then like, he's used uh, on dark with the sunny kiss tag team, like the the dissolution of it though. Yeah. And then that's it. I mean, uh, I just, uh, the tag team and then the breakup of that actual team. But this hasn't been recent though, that he's been used on dark. On dark. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just this week. He, uh, Joey Janela wrestled Eddie Kingston just today in today's episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but for the simple fact that he hasn't been used on dynamite, I think that's going to be one of your big surprise, um, Big surprise uh, let goes. Um, I do also think you at least are getting rid of Peter Avalon in a wrestling role. He hasn't wrestled in God knows how long either. Unless, of course, I don't know about Dark and Elevation. Um, who the hell's Isaiah Cassidy? Private Party. Oh, sh- okay. No, he's staying. Um... I honestly think another surprise is also going to be Hybrid 2.0. I I 
Tony Khan just doesn't do anything with them. And now that Tony Khan has like two other tag teams after or three other tag teams after hybrid was there hybrid hasn't been used at least on tv and dynamite and on pay-per-views in quite a while so um i would most probably say hybrid 2.0 or is it hybrid 2 just the hybrid hybrid 2 yeah but yeah the hybrid 2 is Mm -hmm. leaving um I'm at what? I'm at four? Three. Um, well, no, no, hybrid, hybrid team hybrid two is two people, so that would put you at four. Yeah, he has hybrid two, and he has uh, Janela. Who else did he say? And uh, Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my mistake. I forgot. No, I forgot Peter Avalon, just like all the other fans did. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, Jimmy Havoc is obviously not there, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah, he's gone, so he doesn't count. He's gone. Um, I think you're moving. I think you're getting Frankie Kazarian off as a wrestling role, not necessarily out of the company. Um, just, and I almost feel like that probably already has been done. Is this fairly recent? Do we know that he's still under contract as a wrestler? Yeah, he's still under contract as a wrestler. He is currently the elite. Assassin, is that right? Elite mm-hmm. Slayer? Yeah, Elite Assassin. He he was <coughs> excuse me. He was He's the guy who comes in and takes out the elite. Yeah. But, but because the elite haven't been featured as much recently because right. Kenny Omega's not around um recovering from his injuries. Uh the uh Young Bucks were off for a few weeks because they tested positive for COVID. Uh and then, of course, the whole storyline right now with uh, Adam Cole. They really haven't used him a lot, but he's still there. Okay. So, so I'm thinking him as well, along with Christopher Daniels in a wrestling role. I don't think you're going to be seeing him. And just oh. out of pure selfishness, uh, QT Marshall. That's seven. And Eugene Herschel is not on that list. Oh, but I mean, he's an active wrestler and has been there um, since 2020, technically. Yeah, and I, I, I will say I don't know why he's not on that list because he was one of the first people signed. So Just saying. for whatever reason doesn't have him, and I don't know why. It was so. between QT Marshall and Cole Cabana, but I feel like QT Marshall would leave first. So. I feel, and and Colt Cabana was signed later. I want to say maybe twenty twenty. So I don't know if his okay. contract's closed up yet. That's fair. Um, but oh yeah, okay. Um, Thanks, man. Also, the oil guy. Who's that oil guy? Guy puts uh, oil over his body. Naka 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 Nakazaki. Nakazawa. I don't think he's not even on this list technically. Nope. He's not showing on this list either. So so so, um but he is he is part of there. Um so uh but he also has been actively used on screen recently. Yes. Just not in a wrestling role. He's he's been the guy who's come out with the elites. Kicked out of elite in the next year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um 
I don't necessarily disagree with any of any of your choices. I'll, we'll talk fully about it. Nakazawa, I think the problem Nakazawa had is he was strapped with that gimmick of the the oil, and this is the one thing I'm going to talk about. Nakazawa was strapped with that gimmick of the oil, and uh, and I think that hamstrung him right from the beginning because people just saw him as the stupid guy with the oil, right? Um, and I I think. If they give him a chance to be an actual wrestler, I think he might prove himself. But anyway. He's a good wrestler, though. Mm, that's my point. He but... can go. DFA, your seven. <coughs> All right. My seven. Ooh, here we go. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll straight down this list. I'm going to go um, with people I think that may have other roles coming up in their lives as well. So Chris Jericho. Oh, is not sure. going to renew yet. I think he's going to go ahead and take a tour when that time comes. So um, I think he's really close to having a tour with Fozzie. I think they're, he's already they're... been touring, though. Okay. The hard part of the tour comes, and he, you know, he's doing only behind the desk stuff. So you just pull him off the behind the desk for now. Did this fiend trippish stuff happen when I was talking? No, Some. but just ha- it just seems to happen with DA Fabes. Oh. Okay, yeah. That's it's why we think it's something. Light. I think yeah. it, it's probably but, a power draw. Or with... USB or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's probably related to power draw or some sort of uh, between his uh, ring light and his camera on the USB. Uh, probably if he just gets an adapter and plugs the ring light directly into the wall, that'll probably solve things. That'll probably resolve it. Yep. Uh, but. I, again, I don't mind it because I think it's kind of trippy and kind of fun. I wish I could like control it and have it go full screen on all of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we ready? Okay. Yes. So, Chris Jericho is number one. Um, just for a tour, he'll be back in a year or less. Uh, number two, um, I have to agree with Joey Janela. I um, I wasn't dogging on you for saying what you were saying. I just feel like the Joey Janela. Um, role fits best in a more aggressive, more. Uh, I, I think he's just more comfortable in, in you know, light tube matches and whatnot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, I hate saying it, but that's that's in that category. Um, I think that uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. Uh, I think they're both uh, at a stage in their lives where they can move to a nearly entirely backstage role. Christopher Daniels is currently the talent relations manager. Um, And so that's not a bad move for him to just focus on that. And he hasn't really been wrestling much, even on dark. Uh, Frankie Kazarian did have a role. I think Kazarian, uh, the role that he had kind of transitioned into was again, that assassin, the elite assassin. Um, And I think just having him roll into a coach along with, uh, Jungle Boy and and uh, Luchasaurus, I think, is, is a good move um, because I, I truly believe that at some point they're going to let Marco Stunt not renew. Um, though we all love Marco Stunt, what's the value you bring in the ring? Um, you know, if, if he negotiates another contract, it probably won't be as a full-time wrestler. Uh, he's not on this list, so I'm not counting Marco Stunt. I am counting Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, Chris Jericho, Joey Danilo. So that's four. Um, fifth on this list. 
Christopher Daniels did a retirement match with Frankie Kazarian. Remember that. That's why he hasn't been wrestling. Oh, yeah. perfect. I, I, I want to point out, Christopher Daniels, uh, I don't know if his match was a, a retirement match. It was he was breaking up the team if they lost that match. And because they weren't oh, a team, okay. he then said, I don't know if I've got a, a, a reason to be around anymore. But I will also point out that he's... Uh, uh, recently showed up in Impact Wrestling and has been doing vignettes on uh, uh, being the elite about him coming back. In fact, today's being the elite had a segment about oh, the fallen okay. angel returning sort of thing. That being said, I, I I would put on a shocked face at D.A. Fabe saying uh, that Christopher Daniels uh, is on this list, but I, I don't need to waste the time with it, you know. Quit coming back, Christopher Daniels. <laughs> I really need my screen to glitch right now. Yeah. Anyway. Trying so hard. <laughs> into existence. Glitch. 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 Now's glitch. the time. Glitch. Um, so there's four. Um, as we move down, uh, I wasn't going to throw Jimmy Havoc on there because we knew he was gone. But um, I... I I feel like the premium opportunity for to capitalize on Sonny Kiss's character, unfortunately, has passed. Um, it almost seems like a mockery of transgenderism to some people, um, and and the in ring the in ring performance has not been exceptional, uh, and AEW is loaded with an exceptional roster now. Um, not that Sunny Kiss isn't good. It's just he's very similar to um, the other dad in that he has a gimmick designed for indie wrestling. Um, and it works very well in indie wrestling. And and you have to be extremely over-the-top performer-wise uh, in, in AEW or WWE. You have to be able to put on a great match every single time and play to the cameras and things like that. Sonny Kiss can put on a great performance, but it's the match part that's that's rough there, I think. So um, that's five. Um, Peter Avalon, I think I think both Peter Avalon and Leva Bates are not renewed. Um, so that's uh, six and seven. Uh, I just, I don't know that a, a librarian gimmick works well. I know Peter Avalon is no longer the librarian. Um, He's no longer to the librarian. What is he doing now? Uh, pretty Peter Avalon, yeah, as uh, as yes. part of the Wingmen, with uh, JD Drake, JD Dake Drakes. I can't remember his name. I just don't know that there's a much, much of a fill for Peter Avalon. Avalon. I do feel like Peter Avalon could very easily roll into a managerial role. Um, the guy can't speak well. He just there's there's a certain amount of believability with the Marco stunts of the world, the Peter Avalons of the world, um, that Vince is right. Like you do need to be at least five, six and 180 pounds for people to believe that you're a competitor. It's um, not true. See, and yeah, I disagree with that. However, I mean, cause I'll point out, uh, that people would say a similar thing. Oh, to play professional basketball, you've got to be at least six foot and all of this stuff. 
but you've got a long history of some very, Bugsy very Mugs. Bugsy Mugs. Mugs. Yes. Mugs, yeah. Uh, Spud Webb. Um, uh, those guys, those, know, but, those guys but, have, have an exceptional. Okay. So the, the weight and size I gave you is literally, uh, you make that a little bit taller and that is Finn Balor, right? Finn Balor is an exceptional wrestler. Um, I would even give I, uh, if I vomit. Adam Cole, bro. This, Adam Cole's short as If fuck. I vomit while I say this, I apologize. Christopher Daniels is an exceptional wrestler. Stop it, um, man. He was great on uh, TNA. I still can't believe you hate Christopher Daniels. Oh, oh. gosh, dude, I'm over it. So disgusted. I don't you. know that. I don't know that those two I just named, Marco Stunt and Peter Avalon. Are exceptional enough to over to overcome their size deficiencies. Um, that said, yes, there are people who do that. But Adam Cole, 180 pounds, five foot six, he's got those covered. So eat shit. <laughs> and he's an exceptional wrestler, though. Yes, and an exceptional so, wrestler. Yeah. Um, in the women's category, I've already given you Leva Bates. Um, I, I want to. I do want to point out Peter Avalon is five foot ten. Oh, he oh, shit shit. Five right foot here. ten at one hundred and eighty pounds. So he's even thinner than five foot six. One hundred eighty two pounds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank Don't forget you. Forget the two. Thanks for proving my point. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I I really think Leva Bates is the only one. Of this roster, other than Brandy Rhodes, who I would like to not and, uh, see in a wrestling role, Christopher Daniels is six foot and two hundred and twenty-four pounds. Oh no, he just sucks. I, I didn't get that. Wasn't the reason God. I was letting him go. I just don't like him. Take him off the screen. Do I need to say I don't like him? Here, I'll I'll, I'll let you guys get off. I don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> So, I would anyway, break yeah. my computer if it wasn't so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I, the fiend did break my computer, and that's why my screen goes. I I will also yeah. point out that in your same argument, Darby Allen is five foot eight and one hundred and seventy five pounds, so and, shorter and, and exceptional, lighter. He's an exceptional, exceptional wrestler. wrestler. Freaking cop out. Oh, please tell me, tell me Cage. about the, the Peter Avalon marathon you deeply enjoyed last week. No, I'm not saying I enjoyed a Peter Avalon tell me about marathon. Marco Stunt's singles record in, in AEW. In AEW, he's trash, but I've seen this guy in the indie My, scenes. Yeah, I said I, that they have jobs in the indie scenes. I. I oh, would I argue. I, I would argue that in these situations, Peter Avalon and Marco Stunt. It's been presentation by AEW that's been their biggest yeah, problem. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, which you, you know, I'm that. I'm not arguing with your choices. These are your choices and all of that stuff. I'm just pointing out some of these things that I think I think if they'd have brought Marco Stunt in and and instead of making him the wingman to the Jurassic Express, where basically he was just on the outside. I mean, uh, seriously, what's his fucking AEW record overall. I'm going to look that up. Uh, has he done anything that isn't a trios match? Yeah, he has. He fought against Lance Archer. 
Yeah, he's done a few, a few singles matches. He flew out against Lancet. Yeah, not a ton, but a few. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up the official AEW uh, thing here. But But thank God I've watched some indie stuff with uh, Marco Stunt, because boy, did he excel my beliefs from whatever I've seen him do in AEW. Sure, yeah, I mean in his, in his Beyond Wrestling. Or bar no, wrestling, he actually has a winning there. record. No, but he's pretty decent. Like he can actually move compared to what they give him in AEW. I think it's an AEW issue with Marco Stunt. To be honest with you, he's undefeated in House of Hardcore. Oh snap! Nice. And Warrior Wrestling and Wrestling Revolver, unbeaten. Damn, nice. I think I saw him in uh, Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, not their most recent pay per view, but a few pay per views back. Has a winning record at GCW. You are correct. Mm-hmm. 52.63%. Um, I would AEW love to say Brian Cage. I would love to say Tony Khan is going to go back on his word and do the first one with Brian Cage. He's actually going to eliminate his contract. Brian Cage has been poorly used by by AEW under the same guys that the other two have, um, oh. and would have a job immediately in WWE or Impact again because he was an Impact, right? Here's how you use Marco Stunt. So while while Smarks is looking at, at his record, here's how you use Marco Stunt, um, Peter Avalon, Leva Bates, all that. You create another Misfits led by Dan Housen. Who might be coming to AEW, correct? I, yeah. You you just create a real Misfits organization, not MIA with with the Major oddities. Guns and, and G.I. Bro and all that. You just create a Misfits with Dan Housen uh, as their on-screen leader. But Dan the Dad is the genius behind the scenes. So, officially speaking... Uh, in AEW, Marco Stunt has a a total winning record of eighteen and twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Um, so, um, but that yeah, that's over his entire career, which means right. all told, he's wrestled less than fifty matches. Um, and a lot of those were tag team matches, and a lot of those were. You know, a couple squash matches, and that's and that's an argument in AEW's presentation being flawed with him. That the way they presented him was, like I said, it's kind of a sidekick rather than a plucky a underdog. Show. Yeah, rather than a plucky underdog who, um, it overcomes. You know what I mean? And and that's what they should have paired him with. Now, I'm not saying they should have had him go out against Wardlow and win. Or go against, mm-hmm. you know, Brian Cage and win. Um, but but him being, effectively being the sort of character that Leo Rush is presented as often. Uh, the smaller guy who's able to use his agility to get the uh, upper hand and win. Would have gone a long way towards him True. being able to stay to the company. But they didn't do that. And so... I I would say realistically speaking, Marco Stunt is probably pretty high on the uh, potential cut list. Um, 
just I think they're very likely to move on. I, now that being said, he's missed a lot of time recently because he, he apparently uh, has been auditioning for America. No, uh, American Idol. And what? Um, yeah, um, he's he's apparently actually I shouldn't even say apparently because I've seen him sing. He sung on the Jericho Cruise both the first time and then this last time. And uh, he's got a good voice, plays guitar really well. Um, so we'll see. But if he got into American Idol, there's a good chance he's got a 14-day hotel quarantine coming up um, before they record the season. And uh, who knows how long he lasts on that. So, I mean, it could be that he's decided to focus on his music career a little bit more anyways. And now that being said, AEW would be silly to cut him before the episodes of American yeah, Idol with him. On American Idol. Yes. You know, um, that's, that's a business sense there. Uh, let him be on American Idol and be billed as all elite wrestling's Marco stunt. Um, but, and then after he's off that and it, you can look to see whether or not it made any uh, side note, since we opened the show talking, um, forbidden doors, Really cool faction idea, a faction that actually crosses over all of the open doors, yeah. i.e., plucky underdogs. Yeah. So, um, I to to give. I'm not even. Get, I'm not going to go in like all seven, but I unfortunately agree. I I think Joey Janela is probably gonna, um, and it makes me sad because I think Joey Janela is fucking awesome. And he's another yeah. example of AEW just not knowing how to properly use him, um, and or and and maybe um, AEW not uh, not being willing to use him the way he needs to as often as he needs to, because it could be that like TNT uh, you know was like hey this you know maybe we don't want that on our TV every week. Um, well, and there was a stint of that, and then it slowed down. Yep. That's my and point. It could have been that AEW was like, you've, you've been doing this a lot. We're fine with you doing it every once in a while, but but we need it to slow down a bit. Um, <clears throat> I also, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Jake Hager was on the oh. not renewed renewed list. He was wasn't on that, that list. He wasn't oh, on the wasn't. list that I sent you guys. Uh but he did sign towards the end of 2019. Um cuz he debuted at their their one of their pay-per-views. Um I remember. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if he's ends up on one of those lists. Um, what a flop. I I fully expect Luther to be not renewed whenever his contract is up. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, you know, like Zed, I Michael Nakazawa probably won't get renewed, um, but he does have a active role, so maybe his pull with Matt and Nick Jackson would be enough to for them to argue uh, in his favor. I, I certainly hope QT Marshall gets cut, but I doubt it. Uh, mm. If only because he runs the the Nightmare Factory Wrestling Academy with Cody Rhodes oh, um, that they use as kind of a feeder system, an unofficial feeder system. All right, then Ricky Starks, cut him. 
Uh, Ricky Starks is not near the end of his contract right now. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that. I just freaking hate him. <clears throat> He's doing his job well. Um, uh, the the only like woman's wrestler that I think should uh be released or let her contract expire, but I know will not, is Brandy Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> unless Cody decides to cut, because that that's. That's one thing that's up there. Cody Rhodes, if he signed a three-year contract, his contract is up here soon. And uh, he's made um, comments recently uh, as if he's uh, thinking about going in a different direction with a career-wise. He's been doing the Go Big Show and, and uh, you know, his, his reality show. And maybe he wants to try his hand at Hollywood or something. Um, get off of my screen uh and so then he could take brandy with him please um uh i now keep in mind she has been the she's the chief of merchandising is that correct the, the chief brand officer brand officer and has done exceptionally well in that yes in the backstage one even uh, for what he does backstage cody rhodes has done exceptionally well um but. And 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 moving that to a three day a week job for him, as well as the off screen stuff, or as as well as other goals and focuses and things he wants to do, that's not a bad move for him. Yeah. No, it is not. Even Brandy. Um, so you know. Just... Uh, I would see in terms of the women, Leva Bates. Unfortunately, is probably. Um, I in fact. I'm willing to bet money Leva Bates probably gets uh, not renewed. If only because... Now, I know she does stuff backstage. I don't know exactly what, but I know she does some things backstage. But Leva Bates has less wrestled less than 15 matches in, in three her years. entire three years there. Uh, in comparison, uh, Jamie Hayter, <coughs> who was signed... Uh, Early on, but then was one of the people who was cut during the pandemic and only recently came back because she's British. Um, she's wrestled 17 matches in her career. Most uh, of which have been recent. Yeah. Uh, Rebel has wrestled 10 matches, and she wasn't even originally signed as a wrestler. <laughs> um, you know, Ruby Soho's at 14 matches. Ruby Soho has wrestled as many matches in the, what, six months she's been there? If even that, as Penelope Ford has, not Penelope, as, as Leva Bates has in her entire three years. That's um, crazy. Uh, that's a crazy stat right there. Well, and, and keep in mind, one thing that's really great about how AEW does their stuff is that they, uh, they open up the window for people to have some time off like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I like the fact that Ruby Soho has only wrestled 14 matches in, what, three months, four months? Whatever that is. Because yeah, with WWE, she'd have wrestled that in 14 nights. <laughs> and and most of them would have been against the same person. Yep. <laughs> Over a three-week period, four-week period. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they don't have house shows, right? Unless we're talking about they don't. They don't or... currently have house shows. Uh, yeah, they've got Dark Elevation that records in uh, Jacksonville Orlando. most of the time. Oh, um, I it was no, Orlando. not Orlando. Yep, you're right. 
Orlando most of the time, um, but occasionally records on the road with them. So, um, and then Dark records on the road uh, if they are after if, Rampage, right? Yeah, if they are if they are doing Rampage as a separate night, Dark records after Rampage, um, or sometimes before Rampage or around Rampage. Um, if they're recording Rampage as part of Dynamite, then Dark records as part of the Orlando tapings. So, um, uh, Brandy Rhodes has actually wrestled more matches than Leva Bates. And Brandy yeah. Rhodes missed a year and a half to have a baby. So, yeah, but she had the feud with Allie early on. Yeah. There was a lot of matches there. They were not good. Allie tried to carry her as much as she could. Is Kylie Ray still a wrestler, or did she? Uh, <laughs> she she's yes. still a wrestler. She's now with MLW. MLW. Um, she uh, recently, in fact, just today, posted to her her Instagram her uh, ninety day coin from uh, her rehabilitation her rehab. Oh, nice. um, good job. Which is part of where she, why she left Impact Wrestling was to deal with that. Um, and everything. So she's doing good on that. So, so I mean, here's so I know with the whole antitrust suit with MLW, does ML so MLW doesn't have a TV deal anywhere? It then, right? does, but it's um, it's complicated with MLW, like really syndicated. Um, they were they were trying to get on Vice TV, and that's part of the lawsuit. Is right. that uh they they contend that Vice which is uh, co-owned by Fox, that WWE's uh, executives, um, and they, they, at least in what we can read of it, they hint that it's um, Stephanie McMahon as part of it, uh, told Fox, oh. told Vice through Fox, that uh, the idea of MLW being Vice made Vince very angry. And when uh, the representative from Vice uh, kindly informed her that uh, that sort of talk is illegal against antitrust laws, uh, they were um, replied with, I can't control Vince. So. Um, anyways, as part of AW, they're really, aside from like Brandy Rhodes and Leva Bates, there aren't a lot of women wrestlers on the roster right now that I think could get cut, you know, or, or not released, uh, not renewed, mostly because a lot, a lot of them, them are newer, recent signings. Yeah. you know, so like Abaddon, Anna Jay, Jade Cargill, uh, Layla Hirsch, Jamie Hayes, a new re-signing. Mercedes Martinez. These are all. Misha Tate. Yeah. Is it Misha Tate, the short one? Uh, uh, or that's Layla Hirsch, maybe. That's Layla Hirsch. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, uh, Red Velvet's relatively new. Ruby Soho, Serena Deeb. You know, these are all oh, Ty, Ty Conti. These are all people uh, who've joined that division within the last couple of years, so wouldn't be up for. For contract renewal yet i would have said the bunny if it wasn't for but then that table match completely changed my mind as to how incredible she is in the ring i th- and I, I sold 
I think the bunny is another example of AEW not using them right for a long time. They had one, a great story going with her. They they had a good and story going. The the problem with story with Brandy Rhodes was Brandy Rhodes. Right? Yes. Um she was but, carrying that feud. But then, then after, after that disappeared. Brandy Rhodes couldn't do it. Yeah. After that disappeared, she just kind of hopped around as the bunny. Um a, a pun intended, always. Intended. Um, kind of hopped around as the bunny for a while, and then she stopped showing up with Butcher and Blade for a while, and then she showed up with them again, and then she just kind of stopped, and and they didn't have a feud for her, and it's only been recently with the Penelope Ford, uh, Anna J. Ty Conti, few you know segments that she's kind of come back to the forefront, but anyone who watched Impact Wrestling prior to AEW existing knew Allie could go, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was, she was just waiting for the feud that could hold her. Now, that tables match definitely, or no rules match or whatever you want to call it, definitely helped cement her. It also helped cement Anna J. Ty Conti um, and Penelope Ford in a way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we commented that day. Anna J. got the victory. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I point out again, Anna Jay has been wrestling actively less than two years and for her to be well, in, and, and put on that. One match. of the big keys that we're seeing slowly but surely develop in AEW is something we talked about very early on that you could see in people who had been with WWE or WCW or even Impact that they could play to a camera. And um, now we're getting that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's because we have so many former WWE people who are mm-hmm. mentoring so many AEW people. Like, I don't care what the marks say. I don't care what all of them say. At the end of the day, we're, we're seeing that come to fruition where mm-hmm. they're, where the Ty Contis of the world are learning to play to the camera, where mm-hmm. the Brit makers of the world, yeah. who, who I, I early that. on, that was our best example, didn't know how to play to the camera. Yeah, then, seriously, boom. go back and watch first three she's months. She's champion now because yeah, of how first well she three months AEW and watch Britt Baker when she was. I mean, they obviously were planning on her being a major part of their show, but watch her come out and kind of flounder around uh, in the ring, not knowing where to look when she delivered her promos, not knowing all that stuff. Versus now when she is rock solid. Um, Anna Jay, however, I remember in what, you know, they made a point of talking about that it was only her second match ever. Um, and I remember watching her and saying, this this girl knows how to good. play to the camera. And it was innate with her. She knew where the camera was at all times. She knew how to, to point to the camera, to, you know, even even her moves when she put on things like the Queen Slayer. Um, she knew how to face that to the hard cam when she did it instead of just because an indie wrestler doesn't need to care where the camera is, right? You know, Hikaru Shida, for the most part, wrestled indie matches and stuff like that. She did wrestle for like stardom, and I don't think she did stardom. What was the other one? Tokyo Joshi Pro, anyways. Um, but didn't worry about TV, it was mostly about thing. Chris Statlander didn't ever have to deal with TV. 
And she struggled early on to deal with the TV. You know, Penelope Ford took a while to get the TV figured out. But now you've got these rookies. I say rookies. Red Velvet wasn't a rookie when she came. But she came in as, as a relative rookie. And it took her a little bit to figure out how to play to the camera. And now she does it really well. Thunder Rosa knows how to play to the camera. Ty Conti has learned from WWE how to play to the camera. And does did, it very, did very you well. you see the rave reviews written about Jade Cargill winning the title? Gee. Huh? What do you think? What's your thoughts, buddy? Who, huh? Who didn't like that? What? Anybody? I don't Hopefully. care. I don't Could care like that. what people <laughs> say and like. Who possibly? I think it was that. garbage. Me, this guy. This guy didn't yeah. like it. Who? This guy didn't yeah. like it. Who? Because this guy who? Th- thinks who? 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 Um, I my voice is getting a lot better, but I still don't have the high range, so I can't who? do the who? 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 Sound like an old ninety-year-old man who, who? doesn't have any. <laughs> Just call and see if the paper boy's home. Paper boy. I can't even do the paper boy. <laughs> Hey, paper boy. I got your your, your $20 in my pocket. You're going to have to reach in there and get it because I have the arthritis. (laughs) So creepy. Uh, Listen here, you little shit. Get down in my basement right now. Anyways. (laughs) Dad, I don't want to go over and mow the lawn. So scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Jesus. So um, we've gone for over two hours now. So yep. I'm I'm gonna put it up to the the crowd. Do we want to play a quick game of uh, pick or pass, or do we want to just go ahead and end tonight and save the pick or pass for the next time? Okay, three rounds oh, of pick or pass. Oh oh, look! Someone already commented. <laughs> quick game of pick or pass. Three rounds, five rounds. Let's try to not make it shitty. We will. We will do five rounds total. Okay. And then Officer K. Fabe will be pointing, putting the rounds up each time we finish one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Doesn't matter. So um, I can. I got five fingers on a hand, so I can do that too. Oh, there we go. Um, um, and I point <laughs> out not to be ableist or anything. If you've got less than five fingers on your hand, um, hey, you who are you, you count however you need to. You know, got five toes. Hopefully, you don't know. No. Um, so I am going to start out. We're going to talk current champions uh, pick or pass. Hangman Page or Roman Reigns. Pick or pass. Hangman and Page. Hangman Page. Okay. DA Fabe first. So, so uh, you get Roman Reigns or we'll stay with current champions. Moose. JLB. Moose. 
Roman Reigns. We'll see if this tagline makes makes good. Or Brock Lesnar. Keeping it in the champion. Um, it's a tougher one than um. I'm gonna take Roman Reigns. So we got two. Brock Lesnar or his opponent at Royal Rumble, Bobby Lashley. I thought you almost forgot there for a second. <laughs> uh, I had to. I had to remember how to put up a second finger. <laughs> The, the, I, I guess there is a key to this. Is this Brock's entire work? Um, yes, and it's Bobby Lashley's entire work. So, after all, Bobby Lashley is just a is just a what? What did he say? Is just a wannabe Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'm going to choose Brock Lesnar. That was a great demo. I mean, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley has a winning MMA record. So. That's so does, so Brock. does Brock Lesnar. Just five and three. Yeah. Calm your tits. Bobby Lashley, or former WWE champion. I'm sorry. No, former WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Sorry, Drew. Brock Lesnar. Uh, you had Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Sorry, oh. Drew. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> okay. Drew He's living Mac- up to his tag name down there on that one. Mm. Uh huh. What's it? Sucks at Pop? Yeah. Pick or pass. Pick or pass. Oh. You're limited to 50 characters. Shut up. I let you keep JLB420 <laughs> at Real Talk Radio 8. I mean, it's okay. It, it said JLB is a whore uh, for almost the entire show, and you didn't notice. So It did change to JLB is a big whore at one point. <laughs> nice. Um, so who am I? So I picked got, Bobby Lashley over you Drew. You picked Bobby so Lashley over Drew. Drew. So Drew. Drew McIntyre or Big E? Drew McIntyre. Big E or Adam Cole, baby. Ooh. I, uh, you know, it's all about the boom. I'm going to keep Adam Cole. Big E or John Moxley. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Biggie or John Moxley. Oh, that's kind of hard for some reason. Because uh, I've also seen Moxley's like Japan stuff too, and I could appreciate his wrestling there. So it's like, fuck. Um, Biggie. 
She's Big E over Moxley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moxley. So Big E or Big D. <laughs> okay, Moxley or... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to be really creative, you could have taken out the B and then just put it... <laughs> I'm I'm JL, 12. Big D. JL and then it's like a penis because it's the <laughs> B and then the uh why am I helping you? Um <laughs> yeah, so um so Moxley You've gotta stop <laughs> Moxley or CM Punk. Um, it's tough because I was a CM Punk fan in his Ring of Honor days. Mm. Uh, but I think You're I'm going to go with Moxley. I'm going with Moxley. So. Okay. Round four, uh, CM Punk or Sammy Guevara? Ooh, a current champion again. Interim champion, but yes, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take CM Punk. Well, I am I am gonna give JLB the ability to take Sammy Guevara by saying Sammy Guevara or. Current current intercontinental champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Remembering that Shinsuke has a huge portfolio that isn't the crap on main roster WWE. Unfortunately, I only remember his crap on WWE, and it's hindering him. Where I've seen nothing but great Sammy work, Sammy Guevara. Okay. Uh, oh, there, did you guys read the article? Apparently, on why Shinsuke hasn't been wrestling. I remember there was something on the dirt sheets. I just never actually clicked the. Did you read anything on that recently this week? No. No. Okay. Uh, so Shinsuke Nakamura. Or Samoa Joe. Um, that's also a really tough that's, one. That's a really good book of business for both of them. Yeah, really, really tough. I'm what, gonna go with what Shinsuke. Just both barely. of those are rough on the. What have you done? For yeah. Me? yeah, but they're yeah. really good on the long term. Um, but I'm going with Shinsuke. So, um, round five. Round five. Round five. Uh, so we've got Samoa Joe or. 
Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is going to be the guy who's going to fucking end this for us. I I hate saying it, but the book of business long-term is stronger for Samoa Joe. So I'm going to take Samoa Joe. Um, God. Now, if you if you take the entire aspects, of I, I knew what he was doing. Ability, but what are you what are you doing? Just well, I mean, he knows I'm thumb. gonna have to have Cody Rhodes. So Cody Rhodes, or I want to I want to keep uh, big time names involved. I'm gonna give you one, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Okay. Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You well, can no, take an announcer no. over a wrestler. That's fine. <laughs> Excalibur, Cody Rhodes, Excalibur. <laughs> uh, Last one. Cody Rhodes or Dustin Rhodes? Oh, I think that's pretty. That, why do you I have to? You're, you're the guy who's got to shit on it because that's, that's so easy. That's not that easy necessarily. No, it's it's not that easy. But here's the deal: is um, if we're tank, doing pick or pass, theoretically, it's because we're we're choosing a team or not really, but we are. And a roster. A roster. Cody Rhodes has has the longevity uh, in the future going for him. Not saying that Dustin isn't going to be around for a while, right? But Cody is younger. By a fair amount, um, and so so that's where it's tough because Dustin is probably the more talented wrestler um, of yeah. the two, but he's also considerably older and considerably more beat up, and definitely on his way down versus Cody Rhodes. I might actually take Cody Rhodes. But one could argue that even though Cody Rhodes is relatively younger, it seems like his head is no longer on the wrestling side of things. There, there's definitely an argument, a, a discussion to be said had about that. However, mm-hmm. uh, the other side of it is Cody Rhodes has shown that he can play multiple roles in a wrestling ring. Whereas Dust, Dustin... <coughs> he struggles to not be Dustin. Or gold dust, like those are the kind of his two roles, right? Right. Try tries to do something new. Natural. He, yeah, he's he's either the natural Dustin Rhodes or a creepy character in latex. <laughs> yeah, but, that's so point. I I am gonna go with Cody, but it's a tougher choice in, than it really at first glance is. Mm-hmm. That means, unfortunately, Dustin Rhodes is our odd man out. Um, but I don't think this degenerated. I definitely don't think it degenerated as much as JLB probably thinks it did. Typically, no, Um, this was no, this was actually because uh, Cody Rhodes. I know, I no, no, he's he's great in the ring. He's great in the ring. I just hate him now, but he's great in the ring. Dustin, Dustin was fucked in his career too by never having held the the big one. Um. We're never being used for the past well, ten years that he was there. Really, I mean, he was a gimmick. He was, he was. 
And so it was supposed to creep you out at one point, and then it became a then it became a comedy gimmick. And the thing is, that's why Which Cody did Rhodes really good with. Yes, he did. <laughs> that's he did exactly the reason Cody Rhodes fought so hard against the Stardust character. Because he didn't want to follow that same path and eventually be the sideshow. Um, yeah. He he thought, and I believe rightfully, that he had a place higher up the card than that would have done. Um, oh, for sure. And so, but there was anyways. a tag match he was in that was fire in WWE. I forgot who his tag team partner was, uh, but he was tagging with him for quite some time. And I remember watching this match, and I'm like, "Oh man, Cody can go." You know, uh, I forgot who their tag team was. They were even champions. If I'm well, not the Dustin Cody match was enough to make you go. You guys mm-hmm. can go still. So, oh, um, for sure. But we we come kind of to the end, and of course, Smarks is going to do the full-on outro, but uh, just to really quickly get these out of the way, you are JLB Big D. JLB Big D. Got a bigger D than that. I'm bigger than these dicks. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's only it's only 50 characters, so we can't fit the whole thing. <laughs> I yeah. see what it is. Thank you. Thank you kindly. <laughs> but you can follow me at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, of course, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. And, um, yeah, that is uh, that is pretty much it. Feel free to follow uh, me on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever have you. I am doing a little bit of everything between movies. Is that, is that better? Games, bigger, games, yeah. So bigger D. There you go. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. And uh, that's it. And back to you guys. Um, I am DA Vincent K. Fabe. Uh, you can find me only at Twitter on DA Vincent K. Fabe. Uh, <laughs> but I did change my name over here. Uh, because JLB is a good sport and he laughs and has a good time. And so we really appreciate that. And uh, we're going to throw it back to the host of With the Most after he's done coughing. There we go. And he's back. <laughs> and I am on pretty much any of the social medias at Raw and Order WBU, except on Facebook where you have to go to at Pissant Podcast to find us there. Um, but yeah, it, that's a great thing. And um, yeah, what he said about JLB being a good sport. That's my name right there. What he said. Um, But yes, you can follow us on there. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Um, If you want to do us a favor, also go and like it on Facebook and like us on Twitter and like us on YouTube. And, you know, you can like me on TikTok and like me on all the other. That's fine, too. But uh, the main ones are Facebook YouTube and Twitter, because that's where we do this live streaming. And the more likes and, and subscriptions that we have on those, the more likely it recommends us to other people. And the more likely more people find us. And that's the name of the game here. And so that's the best way to support us, is liking, sharing, and subscribing to our podcast on whatever platforms you use, as well yeah. as YouTube, Facebook, and, and uh, Twitter. Um, and I don't know, may, maybe if, um, maybe we'll be popular on Twitch. We should really try it out. Well, you know, that's the, I've, I've thought I would right now do it on, on Twitter. Twitch. I might, I might switch, switch Twitter. Twitch, up. Twitch, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. <laughs> um, I don't know the, the tough thing, the tough thing with, uh, Twitch is eventually they want to limit you to only using Twitch. And that's the way. 
Twitch ends up going. So the, uh, if you get popular enough on Twitch, they then come and say, hey, we want you to be exclusive to Twitch um, and not do the YouTube or the Facebook live streaming anymore. Well, we can worry about that when we get popular um, on Twitch. Well, but I would rather just focus on the platforms that we already have followers on and not abandon them all of a sudden. I mean, unless you're an epic gamer and we don't know it, you can send all your people over to it on Twitch. But, so, um, but we, we can, we can talk about that. We, there's still a chance we can do that. I, I don't know, uh, frankly, I don't know how many people watch this on, on Twitter. Um, and so it might be worth us switching Twitter out for Twitch. It doesn't matter. That's a conversation for us to have offline anyways. Um, but you can follow us all over there. You can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash raw and order WB. Link is in the doobly-doos down below. Uh, for that, that's a way you can support us. You can support us by buying our merch at rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. It's a mouthful. Link is in the doobly-doos. Takes you straight there. You can go there, and you can get the Sasha that's Bear Bear. It's back, sort of. It's currently out of stock, but the Sasha Bear Bear is back. Or the Sasha Bear dog, you can do that. So, um, you can also uh, find all of our stuff on the Facebook page. So you can go any of those places. Uh, but yeah, Ron Order WBU. Yep, right there. Ron Order WBU dot But it's much easier just to go to the doodly doos and hit the button. Yep, hit the much little, easier button right yep. there. But other than that, I think we will go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. We're doing a great job of keeping these under an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah super great job. <laughs> <laughs>